The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This episode is available to watch as a video podcast exclusively on the Talking Backwards Patreon page. Sign up today over at Patreon.com slash Talking Backwards. Did a vocal warm up in the car so I can talk good. Oh, Ooh. you're you're a good talker, one of the best Thanks. in the biz. He's, <laughs> he does words. Best. He's a death mask expert as well. He knows how to do. I'm a talksman. The talksman. Talkinsman with Dave Jackson. <laughs> the Davey Jackson. Little TLDJ. The little Davey Jackson. We're talking smen today. <laughs> talksman. Smen. <laughs> Let's hit that intro music. Oh, yeah. Got a job to do. Hey, that's great. Welcome back to Talking Backwards, a Twin Peaks podcast. I'm Dave Jackson, joined, as always, by Patrick Mahan. Hey, everybody. And, as always, by Tyler Mullins. Every single time. Yep. Every time. Yeah. We're here. Even when I'm not around, that's Tyler's true. around. <laughs> he is back from the dead, people. Or, never mind. What? He dies next episode. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Oh, that's going to be really weird if, in fact, I <laughs> end up in some sort of tragic accident. Oh, man. That's awful. Let's not think about that. Nope. Uh, <laughs> We've got enough death this episode. <laughs> Although, for the record, I was dead on the internet for like two days because a friend of mine just put up RIP Dave Jackson oh. on his wall. And it started this his Facebook wall? short-lived, yeah, this short-lived flurry of people just like, wait, what? That's... Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. My mom called me. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, hey, I just wanted to check on you. I was like, okay, thanks. Like, uh, yeah, I'm fine. It's great. Yeah, I'm doing well. How are you? She's like, I'm fine. Uh, I thought you had died. Can't believe everything like, you read on the internet, like, Mom. Like, nope. <laughs> nope, not dead. <laughs> She's in the age group, though. I would assume that everything on the internet is true. She's a little susceptible to, yeah. to internet claims. Yeah. Well, a lot of parents are, but good for me and good for her. Good for everybody that likes me. I'm alive. I like you very much. Thanks very much. Welcome to Twin Peaks, folks. We're happy to have you with us. What are we talking about today? They were talking about The Return Part 6. Oh, Unto the Dead is the official title of this episode. (laughs) I don't know that it is. I'd like to correct you there. Oh, Oh, it sounds like we're going to need a couple of Pat stats. Ooh, how many? A few. Haul out your boy for some pat stats, stats, stats. This is part six of Twin Peaks, The Return, a.k.a. Season 3, Episode 6, a.k.a. Don't Die, from Twin Peaks, The Limited Event. That's series. pretty close. You were very close. 
<laughs> you were right. Still, Un, unto the dead. dead. Death stuff is in there. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of death in this episode. Yeah, we're lousy with death in this one, uh, but not yet. Not right away. Not right away. Uh, we are going to start off at Lucky Seven Insurance, where Cooper Dougie is still not made it home. Yeah, no. <laughs> picking up after close right, of business last night. Right where we left off. Right back up. We're still just at the statue, but having a little trouble with our sleeve. Yeah. So does he also not have to sleep? It's a good question. I'm unsure if he knows how yet. Yeah, he just lays there with his. <laughs> He's eyes unfamiliar open. with the concept. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody has to remind him <laughs> what sleep is. Yes, he's he's one armor at this point. Mm-hmm. He is. Can't see. <laughs> he's, Can't see his hand. Yeah. We'll, we'll stuck in there. He's doing that thing that we all did when we first discovered long sleeves. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> yes. He's trying to like finger point the gun and it got stuck or something in his long sleeve Dougie Jones jacket. <laughs> <laughs> he's just yeah getting wrapped up in it. Mm-hmm. His 52 regular size blazer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a little big. It is. It's a little big for a boy. And, uh, you know, Brother Man comes back along and uh, tells him once again he needs to stop loitering. Time to move along. Uh, ask him where he lives. And he just says, home. Home. The obvious answer. Yep. Uh, tries to touch his badge. Of course. Still fascinated with the badge. Badge didn't wake him up. I like later when they call back to that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he has a thing, thing for my badge. <laughs> I do too. That's really funny. <laughs> I did note that. He likes my badge. We have a relationship <laughs> yeah. now, yeah, and this is just some silly thing. He <laughs> this does. is the thing we do. He likes my badge. So after he tries to touch the security guard's badge, he ends up getting driven home with his case files to the Jones house. Yes, uh, where JDE answers the door, and we we have a, a short interaction where he continues to try and touch his badge. That's that's my husband, Dougie, Dougie Jones. Yeah, Dougie Jones. <laughs> Don't say you know? <laughs> yeah. Of course, I know this man. Yeah, it's my Dougie, Dougie Jones. Jones. <laughs> I love that she just has to say his full name. Yeah. Oh, it makes it so good. Uh, she's she's really great here, mm-hmm. and in the scene when, once they get inside. Oh yeah. It's, oh, it, honestly, this whole episode, she's great. Yeah, Nami Watts crushes this whole episode. She just eats it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. I like that dinner is sandwiches and chips. Miss Vicky's chips. Miss Vicky's chips. I I, I did Maybe not catch the flavor, but I will say my favorite Miss Vicky's chips. If you want to treat yourself. Jalapeno is the jalapeno. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I feel Absolutely. like these were the barbecue based on the color of the egg. Yeah, I don't catch color so much. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I always forget. It reminds me of Schlotsky's Deli. Oh, oh yeah, man. And I miss yeah. I miss a Schlotsky's. Deli. I went to Schlotsky's last year, two years ago. So good. It's a funny name. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it's Sclotchies. a Sclotchies is what I used to call it. Yep. Which is. Pretty good. It's pretty close for <laughs> a child. It's it's as close as unto the dead. Uh, don't die. It's true. So yeah, they're sitting around the the dinner table with the um, mushroom cloud lamp. Mm-hmm. Is that significant? Not sure. Maybe we'll find out. Why'd you say cloud? Why not just mushroom? Why would I? Don't question me. Don't question this. We have a process. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> Move on. But uh, Janie E is going to make an appointment for him to see a Dr. Ben. Ben. Second Ben. Mm-hmm. Ben Horn. Oh. Yep. Man. But then uh, sends him to say goodnight to Sonny Jim, but that takes a while. Sonny <laughs> Jim. I love it. He walks by the kid's room. 
And that kid is just, oh, man. Yeah, he's not going to come. Also, he's just sitting there reading. I also feel he's like a, this is a with a with a night light like a book light, yeah. But he also has a lamp. He's reading the Hardy Boys. Hardy Boys, which I feel like is a very Cooper book to be reading. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the things in this room. There's even a little. Um, I noticed. I think on. Uh, I don't know if it's like the nightstand or whatever's next to his bed, but there's a little figure of like a cowboy that looks very much like the statue mm-hmm. <laughs> from the beginning of the episode, like pointing. There's a little figure of that. Um. But there's a lot of detail here. I feel like this would be this is very much like this would be Cooper as a boy, mm-hmm. like just with the room and what he's do, what he's reading and just the things in the room. Um, there's some uh, details too from the Del Cooper book that you got me, the autobiography of Del Cooper, just mm-hmm. in there because there's stuff from when he was young in there that remind me of just some things in this room. Just a, a t- nice attention to details. All great mm-hmm. set dressing. Who yeah. wrote that? Yeah, he does pass his room up, but he also passes the stairs the first time to go upstairs mm. and see him. That's true. He's, I mean, he's just like... He kind of behaves like a, a dog that you tell to leave the room, but then it tries to act like he doesn't know where out of the room is. It's just like, oh, I, I, yeah. I, I can't find it. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I, I can't. You just have to keep telling him yeah. until they get it right. He tries to offer him a chip. Mm-hmm. He does. Sunny I already chip. brushed my teeth. Which reminds me of Coop in the season two finale. Mm-hmm. I haven't brushed my teeth yet. So I can eat a chip. <laughs> right. Why, yes, I will yes. have a chip. Sure, why not? I have yet to brush my teeth. Let me just go do that real quick. Yeah. So End of series. Get, he offers him a chip. He's, he's already brushed his teeth, so he just kind of leaves it there on his covers in, in, you know, in case he wants a snack later. Just set the this kid's going to fall asleep, <laughs> with a chip roll over in the night, crush it, asleep. and then wake up in the morning with Crumbs. Chip shards. <laughs> that is more bed. accurate. <laughs> I bet the the old Dougie Coop probably used to leave a poker chip in his bed. Don't gamble, son. Let this be a reminder to you. Don't be like your father. Here's a ten thousand dollar chip. <laughs> yeah. There's just a box of chips under the bed. That he just, <laughs> I was saving these for a rainy day. There's another new, one for the pile. Yeah, but the new Dougie <laughs> leaves Miss Vicky's <laughs> chips. <laughs> That's that a, I, I feel like that's kind of rare product placement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could have been just a generic brand that's used in movies. Yeah. yeah. It's, it is odd. Yeah, it's yeah. not a bag of Let's. Oh, yeah. Get your hands off. <laughs> get your damn hands off my Let's. <laughs> it is It is. It is an interesting product placement for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think of any others. I haven't seen I, any like in this. Or even in the original. Yeah. series the the series as a whole is pretty good about naming specific products when they reference anything like even in the secret history there's you know existing brands of things that are mentioned not the made-up knee-high orange soda <laughs> <laughs> like knee-high orange soda is a thing is real yep. yeah and it's not talking about knee-high socks nope. no <laughs> not definitely at all not, definitely like not. i thought it was. yeah i think it just kind of is to ground the world in reality. And that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they go out of their way not to, to short anything yeah. about what these people do and what they're into. Like, the man likes Miss Vicky's chips, and I can relate. Yeah. yeah. I would not relate to a generic bag of jalapeno chips. Oh, no, that was garbage. Or barbecue chips. Whatever it is. They're barbecue. Some Lay's. So. 
If they're going to be the Lay's, they're the Mesquite barbecue. Let's be real. <sighs> anyway, moving on. Uh, there's a, a talk about chips all day. I <laughs> all could day. do an entire podcast about <laughs> different chips. Yeah. All right. And I might. Uh, Let's do it. Talking chips. <laughs> it's called The Chip on My Shoulder with oh. Dave Jackson. Oh, nice. I like that. Special guest. Chips. Chips. <laughs> it's what is they a, called me in middle school. It is <laughs> loud, too. <laughs> you guys remember the clapper? Clap on, clap off, clapper. Mm. Yeah. But this one only you clap once. Yep. You so, like, you like not product placement there. No, not at all. Why does he have that? Why does he have it's it? It's 2017. Yeah, he's also right next to the lamp that he's clapping on and off. Just, yeah. Just reach over and click it. Which is right next to his book light yeah. that he had no problem turning on and off. They're just getting that electric current going in the house. Got, <laughs> that yeah. electricity. Got to warm this up for <laughs> yeah. all the spirits to come in. Got to turn the light on and off. <laughs> feel like that was purpose. Not at all. Okay. You're just bad. Yeah. I'm just bad at describing. Mostly. I get it. Yep. So, uh, Cooper and uh, Sunny Jim go back and forth a little bit, turn the light on and off with their claps. Or, they Tad! <laughs> oh, Sunny Cooper loves it. Cooper loves it. So, yeah, then uh, as they're having a good time, uh, Janie E. rudely interrupts. Oh, my gosh. She told him to go upstairs. Now she wants him downstairs. downstairs. I mean, talk about your classic hot and cold situation. Yeah, very, very cold in this moment. Uh, brings him down because is it? It's the folder that the security guard handed when he brought him home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was on the doorstep. Yeah, they he had his case files, but he also said, "Oh, and this is on your doorstep." Yeah, big, yeah. big uh, legal size envelope, and uh, inside are pictures of Dougie with Jade. 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 Jade give two rights. I bet, bet she, she did. did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we are going in Great on Dougie. Line. On Dougie here. Uh, I love the, the smile that he gives, too. Yeah. Like, when, he, when Jade's, you know, when he sees Jade, he's like, oh, Jade. Oh, Jade, yeah. So, yeah. Jade's great. Yeah. <laughs> Jade was a big help. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And her, I don't know, her... Super emotional state. Like, look at you holding each other. And stuff. They're yeah. like standing four feet apart holding hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, where is your relationship? <laughs> yeah. Much six feet apart. <laughs> <laughs> There's a touching six finger. Yeah. Touching fingertips. <laughs> yeah. Just barely, just every now and then. Is it noon 30 yet? But then. No, not yet. <laughs> then they, like, perfect timing, get a call. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just in time to interrupt this this slam sesh. It's uh, like the perfectly timed call, too, because it's in relation to what she's looking mm-hmm. at. She's like, well, maybe this is Jade, then. Uh, she hasn't called before. Why is she going to call she right now? now? Yeah. He's indisposed. <laughs> we know. We've been watching yeah. this series. We know he's indisposed. Yes. like that she answers the phone, does the shush motion, and then... He tries to do it to her. Yeah. <laughs> she just swats it. She's like, stop. Yeah, it's, it's so good. This is uh, the bookies that are, are trying to get trying to get the money back, and she handles them just like a boss over yeah. the phone. Oh, yeah. I would not want to mess around with her. 
on the phone. Who can get that out. kind of money? <laughs> what are you going to do? Break his legs? Yeah. He can't get that money with broken legs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can't get it with not broken legs. <laughs> That's true. But Actually, uh, this Dougie can. Oh, yeah. This, yeah. <laughs> the old Dougie. So, no. do they still have that money he won? Mm hmm. But she, she knows about, she knows they have that money. Because yes. he, he yeah. gave her. When she came, when, when he came in. She she's just holding out. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. she's just acting very well. Yeah. Well, she's not going to take this call and she's like, well, lucky for you, we've got we $425,000. Yeah. Well, yeah, I wouldn't say that. But I yeah. also would be like, you know, my pushover self and be like, here. Here's fifty two grand. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whatever Here you go. Take it. I've still yeah. got three hundred and something thousand dollars. Yeah. No, like this isn't her debt. This isn't her problem. Yeah. So she's not gonna pay up. But but does she? She's calling the shots right now. It, does she pay with that money? Yeah. Or did she actually take twenty five thousand dollars out of the bank? No, I guarantee she took the twenty five out of those winnings. Okay. To take to these guys, although before she said she was gonna give them fifty. Right. When she was talking to Dougie, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And now she's saying she's only going to give him 25. And that rules. She probably like the more took you... 50, give them 25, and she's starting her divorce. Oh, savings. yeah. She's, <laughs> she's got a shoebox. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is what's confusing is that she, you know, she has those reactions to um, seeing the pictures of Jade and, and Dougie. But then when it's all said and done, she like, Gives him a kiss, like on the head. Yeah, she's like, I still care about you. Hot and cold, like you said. Yeah, like yeah, we'll we'll get through this. Yeah, we're gonna make it. She's. I I think she has some selective memory when it comes to what she's dealing with at any given moment. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But But they're gonna meet at noon thirty at the corner of Guinevere and Merlin. Merlin, Guinevere. Mm -hmm. Where's that from? These are King Arthur legend names. Okay. And Dougie lives on Lancelot mm-hmm. Court. Ooh. Yes. Red Door. Yeah. That's right. Well, I'm, I'm guessing it's just kind of this area has that naming convention. Yeah. The way we There's, have. Yeah. We have several streets that are trees, just different kinds of trees. Oh, yeah. Douglas yeah. Fir Lane. Yeah. So you just. Yeah. My grandmother lived in Fantasy Hills on Tinkerbell Lane. Oh. That's up near Rock City, yes? Yep. <laughs> no, never mind. And I believe this is where we get the. Uh, traffic light yep. that scene. Traffic light turns. And red. I couldn't. I was trying to do a little bit of research on this because I, I mean, it's simple enough to just get a shot of a traffic light. But I saw like some people thinking it was the exact same shot they used in the pilot, like, and you know they just used the exact shot of the same light. I just assumed it was a Sparkwood and Twenty One light. Right, and that's what. I, and you get the electricity kind of humming as you get the shot too. Mm-hmm. Um, I just assumed they have this light hanging in the downstage <laughs> and they turn off all the lights and just shoot that but i like put the, a fan you would, you would on think it was whatever. a practical yeah. setup for this light but i like that point. that's the transition to getting my you know my or philip gerard i'm sorry mm. i'm still confused why he's bill? credited as philip gerard bill gerard yeah phil gerard old phil i'm probably still gonna call him mike just i know it's so it's just i'm not gonna make that correction yeah we can <laughs> that's that's another episode we can, <laughs> in the future where we can figure that try to figure mike out um, but it's a good bonus episode. Yeah, it's a good it's a good transition to him. Um, again, trying to speak to Dougie Cooper. Mm-hmm. So Philip Mike is walking around, just kind of feeling the air again, and is able to sort of superimpose into Cooper's vision. And just uh, tells him he needs to wake up and don't die. Good advice. 
I mean, yeah. Unless he wants to be unto the dead. <laughs> so yeah, it tells him not to die. I, I feel like he's just, like all of us, he's kind of over Cooper's fugue state here. Yeah. Wake up. You're going to get yourself killed. Yeah. Snap out of it. I, and why, like, so, moment of question. Okay. Dougie, the original Dougie. Yes. Um, we'll call it pre-J Dougie. I, I feel like... 2001 Dougie is his name. <laughs> oh, 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 we're, we're, we're talking conception Dougie. Sure. Like, at, at his... I mean, everything leading up to the Jade. Okay. Um, OG Dugs. There you go. OG Dugs. OG Dugs. Um, he was like, a, I guess, just a basic functioning person. And then now that, I guess I'm struggling to understand like what's happened. Like why he just appeared from thin air? Part, like part, no, like why he is the way he is now. Like oh. is part part of Cooper is like emerging in him. And like there's this weird brain dead kind of thing that's happening. As, as much as I can figure since Dougie wasn't real, he's just this, he is a fake person. So his like a vessel. Yeah. He's, he is a vessel. Mm-hmm. And so when Cooper and the, the soul, quote unquote, and Dougie swap places. Yeah. He sort of is just like like a computer discovering a new BIOS <laughs> kind of. Sure. It's yeah. like this is like all all of my flash memory is in another operating system. Yeah. So now we've we put a whole new board in it and it's like okay, I know how to function, but I don't know what I'm looking at. Right. Kind of thing. Okay. I, that's that's what I'm that was probably the nerdiest possible way to try and explain that. But so he is rebooted. Yeah. So it's like So the the vessel works. Yes. All the functions are there. But the stuff that's driving isn't recognized yet. Yeah. So it's like okay. like yeah, I'm I, I am a body, but I I knew the Dougie OS. This is the Cooper OS and yeah. I'm not I'm not familiar with how this all fires. Yeah. So that, all right. that's kind of where I am with it. It's like, it's like the 14th update you've put on your 12-year-old Mac. Yeah. It's like Windows Vista, am I right? No, man. Or 7. You're not going to find any 7 fans. <laughs> You're not going to find any 7 fans. If he had just come through the electrical socket with his shoes, it'd be a whole different he'd story. He'd be complete. Yeah. You know why? Because he left his shoes. souls. In those shoes. Oh. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> and that, as they say, is that. And yep. that wraps the return. <laughs> Crack the code, solve the crime. Did it. Done. Just did it. Get me yeah. out of here. Yeah. So right after seeing Mike, uh, some little like laser pointer lights start showing up on the case files. Yeah. And, uh, Cooper just starts uh, doing some scribbles. Yeah. Scribbling. Stairs, ladders, holding his pencil like a five-year-old. Doing doing some scribs? Doing some scribs. All right. All right. Just drawing lines to things and and stairs and ladders. And this is uh, on a couple of Anthony Sinclair's cases. This is uh, the chump from the episode previous. Yeah. Mm. 
that chump. That mm. chump. That lying chump. Mm-hmm. He's lying. He sucks. So he just starts making, making he's scribbling. Some yeah, he's making some scripts from his name down to some detective names. Mm-hmm. I believe we got Detective Loomis, and then I forget the other one. Sure. Stratton. Stockton. Stockton sounds right. Stockton? Yeah. So, he's, so, yeah, he's drawing the lines from his name down to these these detective names. So, as he's doing that, are, is it the same three names on all the paperwork? I couldn't. Not 100%. There okay. are some other names as well, but none that he's drawing any attention to, I feel like. Well, I feel like <laughs> on some of them, because Anthony Sinclair was on all of them. Yeah. But the detectives, when Battling Bud was going through them. Mm-hmm. Um, the detectives seemed like there was multiple, like not just those. It's it's possible. It's possible I these are to, crooked cops. I need to look back. Yeah, yeah. Another recurring theme. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. crooked co- crooked cops. Where's this? What? Where's this light coming from? Like who's who's driving the laser pointer? Again, I think it's similar to the uh, casino scenes mm-hmm. and and even the green light there. I think it's a it's just. Uh, Black Lodge <laughs> magic. I think it's Phil Gerard in there. Just he's just. Uh, it seems like he he's kind of just intuiting this, but obviously he's being led. He's getting help from Fike with a PH. Yep. Gotcha. Oh. Okay. Fike. 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 Gross. No. Never. Never gonna happen. Classic Fike. All right, Tyler. What you got? This is we're about to have some fun here. We're going to Max Vaughn's bar. We're gonna do some singing in the rain. Oh yeah. <laughs> we're gonna do some singing in the rain. Oh, man. So Albert's Albert's having a night out on the town, mm-hmm. uh, but for work. Yep. Um apparently so, it's thirty four degrees outside. It is and raining. It is raining. Um it's enough to nearly give a man pneumonia. Nearly. Yeah. But uh Gordon reassures him on the phone when he's in the car, you know, that he's doing very important work. Mm-hmm. And he is. We we realize we don't realize in the first moment of first seeing this, but we realize um, he's doing important work. But yeah, he gets out. It's pouring down rain. Um, and this is where we get my damn fine line of the night. Um, this is Albert, um, obviously pissed. Uh, he's got some vendetta against um, uh, the star of Singing in the Rain, <laughs> <laughs> Gene Kelly. Fuck Gene Kelly, you motherfucker! Damn fine. It's it's so good. The delivery is so great. He's so angry about this. It makes I feel like this is something he said anytime he's just caught in the in the rain. <laughs> yeah. He's just yeah. so pissed about. I think it's Gene been Kelly. a re- like an ongoing thing in his life. Like every time he gets caught in the rain, the first time it was just kind of drizzling. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, also, well, this I, is I guess I kind of yeah. get it. But then, like over over the course of the years, you know, he just gets more and more angry. Mm-hmm. Gene Kelly. Yeah, yeah, this is this has all come to a head at this moment. And this is like also uh, the final straw. <laughs> a very weird, loose connection I made on our recent rewatches in the opening scene of part five with Lorraine. She's talking to Gene, and she's like, "Fuck Gene," and I just being so like obsessed with his line, you know, yeah. I was like, "Oh, Gene, fuck Gene." Where have I heard that? Oh, fuck you, Gene Kelly. <laughs> so it's our second "fuck Gene" of of the show. <laughs> I mean, it is. Yeah, it really. It's is. It's weird. That that is a weird double, but that is, a, is there. Weird double. But yeah, so good catch. So we get in to we get a great shot of the Max Bonds bar, mm-hmm. uh, neon sign, another neon sign. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a CD little dive. So music that's too loud playing. Yep. I'll, I want a Max Bonds. Retro. 
Yeah, that'd be cool. I feel like I want that too. So, internet, <laughs> see what we can do. Make it happen. Of note, uh, the Max Vons bar logo is a megaphone with some lines coming out, and it doesn't look dissimilar from the shots coming out of the gun in the Bang Bang bar. Ah, very similar, yeah. yeah. Very similar. I knew it looked kind of familiar. All right. Well, let's, let's cut the chaff here. Let's <laughs> get to what matters. Let's get to what matters. We, we did our uh, live stream for this, where Tyler watched this episode for the first time. Uh, Dave and I, we were looking forward to this for so long. Uh, I told uh, Dave this was going to be D-Day when we (laughs) finally get the big reveal here for Tyler. But, you know, in this moment, it it is like two minutes, I feel like, before we see what happens here from the time we first see Albert. It's it's a good build. Mm -hmm. My heart was pounding. I was just (laughs) waiting because this has been such a big thing on the show of Tyler wondering who the hell... Is Diane? <laughs> Wonder no more. <laughs> Wonder no more. Tyler? It is the genuine pop banger. <laughs> oh yeah, Laura Dern. Yes, Diane. Woo! <laughs> yes. My heart's been pounding the last month. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, man. Tyler. (laughs) Perfect casting. Perfect. Yes. It's perfect. Mm. Oh, you said it the best there. Perfect casting. Perfect Perfect casting. casting. And it really is. And not the first time Laura Dern's worked with David Lynch. She worked with him a ton. Blue Velvet, Wild at Heart. Yeah, just in case anybody has forgotten, David Lynch once sat on the roadside with a cow and a sign campaigning for Laura Dern. Wow. For her role in Inland Empire. It okay. was amazing. Wow. So Albert goes in here, says Diane, we see the back of woman. I mean, yeah. She turns God. around. It's, it's the Slow simplest turn. scene. She says, hello, Albert. <sighs> And that's the last we see of Diane. This part, that's, that's it. This is yep. that's, it was enough. It was enough. It was yep. it, it was. It's a perfect moment. It was enough. And I, I feel like that's. I mean, we had to avoid you know when we pulled up the showtime because they like to spoil things on the, on the website, the web interface. Like she's the still frame of this episode. Not that you would have known she's Diane, right? But it's just like, come on, why would this be? But it is when I think of part six, I do think of the Diane scene probably first, um, just because it's so important. It's we never knew what she looked like if she or if she even existed mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know it's just he just talked to his, was that the name of his tape recorder <laughs> he just it would have made sense with a yeah. with a guy like cooper it's just he could have named his tape recorder diane and he just has a relationship with the recorder. well we, we, yeah. do, we do know from fire walk with me that diane was a person that existed yes unless we, there was just a tape recorder sitting in a chair in your office and yeah you couldn't Completely dis- discount that. Which, which one of you made the great point about that scene, though, where he talks about her haircut? Sure. Do mm-hmm. you? Had to be me. Yeah. yeah. And I love it because that makes that scene feel even better, too. Like, this was the first time she had that haircut because mm-hmm. um, he makes a comment about it. I love that. Diane, you've done something with your hair. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that is something perfect. perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I love, I love that. I think that makes that scene feel uh, much different in, in this light. So, I love that you immediately 
get the sense that Diane is just a salty individual. All she says is, hello, Albert, in this scene. But yeah. the way she turns around, the look she's giving, the way she's holding her cigarette, everything is just, like, annoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why are you here? What? I expect her to turn around and just go, no. Yeah. No. Although I'm sure deep down she knows. She should have just, like, blown smoke in his face. Yeah. Well, we do learn later that the conversation doesn't really go much further than that. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. That was it. But that was it, yeah. Yep, that, that's the reveal of Diane, and it's, it's great. It is. Wonderful. And uh, then we, we shift gears pretty hard to an unknown location where uh, Karate Tweaker Red has met with Angleface. And uh, apparently, apparently a dude's just taking a bump of something that really kicks. Yeah. Because you just, you just can't get away from it. It's kicks. Karate. And they've both taken it because they're both just tweaking out. Yeah. Know? Red's a little more used to it. Yes. <laughs> If, or, if that's used to it, yeah, right. I know. Well, I know, but he's at least like he's crazy. He's, of course, he's got a yeah. little but bit. But he's more at least composure. got. Yeah, I was gonna say he's sure. got more control over it than mm-hmm. uh, Richard. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, I was about to say Red, but that's double it's double R. Weird. Hey, that was weird. <laughs> Red and Richard. Red. <laughs> but uh, they're they're kind of talking about the the drug business in Twin Peaks. Uh, they feel like this town's gonna be a pushover. The sheriff's like ninety years old or something. The, How is he the sheriff? Frank? Yeah. He's, Why isn't Hawk sheriff? It's a great Why question. did this guy... Is it like a bloodline? Keep it in the family. <laughs> <laughs> they, they take the regal system <laughs> yes. when it comes to the sheriffing in Twin Peaks. Uh, that's, a, that's a good point. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good backstory. I'd love to learn he more about. He just showed up. I'm sheriff now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like did Harry appoint him? Why wouldn't he appoint Hawk? Hawk wasn't ready. Wonder if Hawk's a little salty about that. Maybe Hawk didn't want it. Maybe Hawk didn't want it. Maybe and did Frank? Frank. Frank. Did Frank hire this asshole Chad deputy? <laughs> don't know. It's possible. We don't know how Chad got hired. <laughs> we we don't know when the when the position changed hands. Exactly. So I'm sure he hired Jesse though. He's a cool cat. We can we can come back to that. Yeah. We can. <laughs> Red kind of offhandedly mentions there's a problem with his liver after he smacks himself a couple times. Yeah. Like he has to jumpstart it every now and yeah. then. Yeah. Oh, I can, I can tell I'm not processing alcohol. I got to. Got to give it a little, little kick. Got to kickstart my I filter. Saw him, I saw him drinking at the roadhouse <laughs> in part two. But yeah, it's not stopping him. No. No. Probably what led to this moment. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have had that damn drink a couple parts ago. That was the straw. <laughs> we witnessed it in real time. Didn't even know it. Uh, yeah, he tells uh, Richard is his name? Yes. Angleface's name is Richard. Okay. Tells Dick, if you can't remember it. Sure. That Wait. should be easy to remember. <laughs> it, yeah, for sure. So he tells Dick that he can pick up the rest of the sparkle, which I guess is the street name for this drug. Which is Sparkwood. Too light and bubbly <laughs> for the show. Sparkle. Yeah. <laughs> sparkle. <laughs> You can pick up the rest of the Unto the Dead. Unto the Dead. <laughs> the dead. Sparkle. The Chinese, is, yeah, this the Chinese, sparkle. is this the Chinese designer drugs? <laughs> trying to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> I feel like it's got to be. Yeah, I do I feel too. like this is the stuff. Yeah, uh, I think so too. But he tells me he can pick up the rest of the sparkle at Marianne's. Not, How do you know about Marianne? Not right, me. yeah. 
not Miriam, <laughs> Miriam. but Marianne. Marianne, Marianne. yeah. <laughs> then he, just ask him if, he, if he's ever. Wow, I, I got way too excited <laughs> about this one. Asks him if he's ever seen The King and I. Yep. Aggressively. Yeah. Which triggers two two memories from the past in the show. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We get Leland, I know one. Yeah, Leland singing Getting to Know You. That's mm-hmm. right. That's and then um, and Pete. Pete, Pete bringing it up. The, the king, king and I. The king and I. Spinning around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With his milk. The king yeah. and I. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Dobby, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> That's later, but it's kind of like. It's everyone's favorite movie in Twin Peaks. Yeah. So, uh, it's the only thing playing at the drive-in. <laughs> wow. But uh, Red doesn't trust the kid. No. Don't Why call would him that, you? Though. Look at him. Don't yeah. call him kid. He doesn't like being called Don't kid. His moment of being tough. Don't call me kid. It's like, I will saw your head open and eat, eat your, your brains. brains. Yeah, that's weird. Vivid. Like, all right, well, call me kid then. <laughs> yeah. Would You're be right my ahead. reaction. Yeah, he didn't like that. Uh, more finger guns. Yeah. Red, too. I mean, let's talk about that. That's... Uh, I know we've talked about it before, but with, you know, his, with the Red Room, mm-hmm. you know, one of the big fan theories after this episode aired was that, you know, with him doing magic, magic, <laughs> um, magic, people liked to think, oh, may, is he the grandson grown up? Is he cream corn boy? Yeah, we do get a magic trick. We do. Do we? Yep. Uh, Red pulls out a dime and flicks it into the air where it hovers for quite a while. Then you hear it drop, but when you hear the sound of it dropping, it's in Dick's mouth. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he spits it out yep. and, and looks at it, and then Red opens his hand again, and it's there. And not in the kid's fingers. Yeah. And he slaps it over like he's turning it, but it's still on heads. Well, he says, he's, it's on tails. He says, this is you. Oh, that's right. Flips it on heads. This is me. He says, heads I win, tails you lose, which means he always wins. Got him. Yeah. I remember in elementary school, there was a, a time we were waiting in the car pickup line, waiting to get picked up. And this kid that I knew had a coin that said, heads I win, tails you lose. And the head side was boobies, and the tail side was a butt. Wow. Where did he find that? Zeddy got it from his dad. Oh, <laughs> of I, course, I of believe course that. he did. <laughs> Dick speeds off. Yep. Still... Uh, Mad upset about being, being yeah, <laughs> doesn't like that. I'll show you, kid. Mm. Let's take a break from him and go to the Fat Trout Trailer Park. Let's do the it. The new, the new, new and improved. That trail. I mean, just streets ahead of the old one. Streets mm-hmm. ahead, yeah. Streets ahead. Um, so great to see Carl. <laughs> yeah, Carl love to see Carl ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's great. This guy that comes up and gets the ride with him. I can I can I get a ride? With you, I uh, need to go to the PO <laughs> yeah. to pick up Linda's mail. Linda, mm-hmm. that's oh the only thing I gathered here. That Dan, right? And Dick we just and had a scene with Dick, <laughs> so now here we get a mention. We don't get a face, but we get a mention of of Linda. Mm-hmm. Linda, that's about all we know. <laughs> well, we find out a couple of things from there, right on the bus together, or van. They're both taking a van into town. Uh, Carl does it every day. Does it every day just to, to get out in the world because he yeah. doesn't know how much time he has left. Beautiful morning. Uh, I don't think we get this guy's name that's with him, but uh, he mentions that he gave up smoking. Did. And uh, apparently Carl Rod has smoked every single day for 75 years. 
Carl said it. Yep. Yes. <laughs> guy seems well-intentioned enough. Uh, we don't know what his connection is to Linda just yet. He, he name, says guy's something. Name is Mickey. Mickey. That, that Mickey. makes sense. Okay. Um, he says something, and it was going to be my damn fine Yeah, line. it's got a lot of tread left in you. Oh, sometime. yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of trend left in you. Got, yeah. Don't Carl's talking that, about Carl. how he's getting old or on his way out or something like mm-hmm. that. He's like, oh, you got... Come on, got a Carl. lot of tread left in you. Like, this guy is acting his ass off. Is that your line? I, I, I think it is. I think it is. <laughs> I want it to be Diane, but this one's just too too terrible. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You got a lot of tread left in you. Don't say that, Carl. You got a lot of tread left. Game five. You going to use that from <laughs> from here on out? <laughs> just say it to people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got a lot yeah. of tread Daily. left. Now that I know it. Anytime I visit the old folks home. Go room to room. You got a lot of tread left in you. You got a lot of tread left in you. You know. <laughs> it just says everyone. Yeah. Walk, walk down the hall. Yeah. Yeah, the next time you go to the old folks home, that'll, <laughs> that's on your to-do list. It is. Now we can go to the double R. Now we go to the double R. Man. It's good to see Heidi. Can't great, decide. Great to see Heidi. Between... Diane or Heidi. <laughs> yeah, this is a good episode for you. <laughs> a lot but of your faves. Definitely. Some good returns. Definitely yeah. don't like the girl. Miriam. Heidi is talking to. Miriam. Not Miriam. 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 <laughs> yeah, Miriam, like, uh, she, and I don't have the exact quote, but she does say something about magic. Because there's a connection there with what we've seen with magic. But I forget mm-hmm. what she says. About the, it's like magic. the pie magic. Yeah, some, something like yeah, that. Yeah, pies are magical. Yeah, I don't know. But she had two slices today. (laughs) Had her name on them. Had her name on them. I wonder if they have (laughs) two slices with my name on them. (laughs) And you did. (laughs) Yeah, she's had cupcakes, pies. I mean, she loves it. She loves the double R. Loves it. Apparently is a regular patron that uh, they know well. Mm -hmm. Because she seems to over tip when she leaves. Like She can't afford to do that. This was the first time, or I couldn't tell if this was the first time or that she does that every time. Yeah, I'm not sure. It seems like the first time. Yeah. Because I, I, I assume that they are going off of how she usually tips. Right. So having tipped that, they're like, she can't afford to do that. Yeah. Which, like, I mean, I feel like she threw down a 20, and based on inflation, mm-hmm. a tip was like $3. If that. Well, it, I didn't see what all she had, but if she just had two slices of pie, we're looking at. 12 bucks. Well, $14? Yeah. She had to have some coffee. Mm. She got two to go. Yeah, she got two to go. Two more to go. Mm. I mean, we're creeping up on eighteen dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know what this world is where two dollars is a big tip, but that there's no meal costs eighteen dollars. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever she left, apparently, is too much. Yeah. Yeah. So they they decide they're going to treat her next time she comes in. Great idea. Yeah. So we're, <laughs> we're back on the road, and uh, Dick Richard is in a truck, big truck, just speeding. Speeding. Upset about that magic motherfucker earlier. Oh, man. Uh, Comes up on a, a bit of traffic. A little bit of traffic. Uh, but in the, in the meantime, Carl Rod enjoys a coffee on a bench, takes yeah. in some nature. Yeah. 
watches a, a mother and child play. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a beautiful day outside for Mr. Carl Rod. Carl said it. All there is is now. Yeah. Yep. All right. That's right. Taking in a beautiful morning. Li- living in the now. It's not long before tragedy strikes. Well, I feel like there's a lot of people to blame. Yeah, for whatever happens. Sure. Sure. Uh, first of all, first of all, this uh, first of her, first of her, these parenting skills, not on point, not not great. They're playing this weird Twin Peaks version of tag. It's it's like when Bob and Doppel Cooper chasing each other in the <laughs> room. It's like they're playing, uh, <laughs> they're playing green light, red light. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the guy at the head of the traffic line. Yeah, he's like, go, come on through. Yeah, it says, go ahead. Didn't even look at it in his uh, mirror to see Mm-mm. if there was a car coming. Yeah. Now, there is a juggernaut barreling down yeah. the road. Everyone but... in line behind him, not honking their horns. Yeah. Everyone on the sidelines after the fact. <laughs> yeah, not doing anything about it except Carl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's a tough scene. It, the, it, it's the, tough. The guy at the head of the line waves them across the road, but the mother just sends the boy. Yeah, that's... Sends the boy. Doesn't that's go with dead him. sprint. That's my beef. Yeah. Is that... She doesn't, like, go with him. Sorry. I got beef. Never. <laughs> never do this. If yeah. you're a parent with a child, never send them ahead of you into any situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not parenting. Unless it's, like, a, a ball pit. Yeah, if, if it's somewhere you as an adult are not allowed to go, yeah. but you are still within sight and there are measures taken to ensure the safety of children, great. Yeah, mm-hmm. send your kid into a ball pit, which I don't think exists anymore. I don't think so. <laughs> but yeah. Too many deaths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And quite unsanitary. Yeah. yeah. Send your kid toward the other group of kids doing whatever the group of kids is doing. That is sparkle. That's fine. But are they doing sparkle? <laughs> I mean, kids these days. In that case, don't. <laughs> But no, do not. It drives me insane yeah. to see this in this episode. It also drives me nuts if I'm ever on the street and there's a child on the street side of a sidewalk next to their parent. Yeah. Like the parent stands you have to, you by have the to street. Stand, yeah. You stand, on you the stand between the street and the child, yeah. always. It's infuriating. It is. But it's also possible that oh, this yeah. happened. Oh, right? yeah. And that's, and, I mean, that's and the that's, worst part. That's the false security of this town. Mm-hmm. You yeah. don't expect this. No. Like, Twin Peaks seems like a small town where everybody kind of takes responsibility and you know, behaves like normal people do. And that's, that's a stretch to say about yeah. Twin Peaks, but right. you don't expect this. But for mm-hmm. the general public, like, they aren't right. dealing with everything we are with the show. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our, our views are very compartmentalized. Yeah. But it seems like the town in general is a good place to be. Yeah, yeah. But this sucks. This sucks. I don't, I don't yeah, know if sucks. we. I don't know if we actually said what happens. The kid is yeah. sent off into the street ahead of the mother after they're waved through, and the truck that Dick is driving barrels through and flattens him. And so I, when I first saw this, when this aired, I didn't have kids. Right. And it was terrible. Right. But seeing it now, having kids, it's even worse. <laughs> I bet for me, I, I bet, just man. it's the. It's it's so terrible. Um, I mean, you've definitely learned something from this episode. Sure. I have. I have. Don't, Don't do, do that. that. Yeah. Don't do this. And I won't. 
Yeah. Um, I wanted to point out a couple of things with Carl. Um, something that struck me from the secret history book. Um, in in the book, it mentions that uh, his wife and child died during childbirth. So him seeing this, I mean, even when he's just sitting and watching them play, I feel like he's having those thoughts of like what could have been, yeah. maybe. Um, and then obviously seeing what happened, it's probably giving him flashbacks, I would imagine, mm-hmm. of of that event. Right. And again, the backstory you only get with that book, um, which I hadn't read before <laughs> when I first saw the return. Mm-hmm. So even more, even more powerful for me. Uh, just feeling so sorry for Carl. Um, also, um, a lot of Firewalk With Me connections here with Carl being one of them, being a character from Firewalk With Me. Carl said it. It's all connected. Oh, yeah. That's a really good one. (laughs) Um, a lot of connection. Yeah. Firewalk With Me connections. Um, it's the same intersection where, uh, Fike pulls up, um, by Leland and Laura Mm -hmm. screaming at him again, more road raging. Um, Mm -hmm. At the same exact intersection. Um, so this intersection is cursed. Yes. One hundred percent. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, this, this is tra- a bad spot. this traffic light um is cursed. And we get uh the not the same exact same uh pole, but the same numbers mm-hmm. from Firewalk with me that are on the pole at the trailer park. That's right, yeah. Um so a lot of connections to that movie if you for some reason, skipped Firewalk with me and got straight into the show. You'd miss some of these things. If you've skipped Firewalk <laughs> with me, stop the podcast right now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Go watch that, then yeah. come back. Yes, and finish this one. Yeah. Uh, but uh, when when Carl is, you know, he he's the only one that goes over to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but before he does that, right, he, he sees a light uh, float away mm-hmm. um, from the boy. Which I again with secret history, I think that's a part of him when he got. Uh, when he was in the woods with the log lady and the other guy, who I forget <laughs> their name. But I think that w- this is maybe some sort of spiritual connection that he has that he was mm-hmm. given. Yeah, having um, having kind of touched the other side, he's mm-hmm. more open to seeing these kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, makes Carl me wonder what... said it. What is, is. What was, was. Man. Exactly. <laughs> Those are all really good. <laughs> Those are great. Yeah. If you haven't read The Secret History of Twin Peaks or listened to the audiobook, that's from that. <laughs> and it's great. After after the light leaves the boy, Carl Rod goes over to comfort the mother as she's holding her child. What does he say child. there? He says something when he oh, sees it. Well, when he sees the light, he's just like, God, something. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just like a... Is it... Just sort of an instant reaction. Like an affirmation, or is it like a... I don't I can't know. believe what I'm Maybe, seeing. Maybe, yeah. I don't or, know. I, I think it's more just like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. But he... Just kind of taking it all in. That he goes over to comfort her, and so many people are standing aside, just like in shock, covering their mouths and yeah. just having a hard time, yeah. just really chewing the scenery as extras. Nobody has a phone out. No, calling nine one one. Yeah, nobody's doing anything. It's very frustrating. Some yeah. just show me one person on the phone calling, obviously yeah. calling yeah, some sort of authority. Yeah, and the amount of time it takes some of these people to get out of their car. Mm-hmm. Like this happened eight minutes ago, and nothing's happened. Yeah, what it's like, oh, do? I guess I need to get out of my car. <laughs> Everybody else is doing it. Like yes. I realize it's shocking, but come on. And then there's this one oh. asshole <laughs> that Patrick pointed out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, who just like doesn't know what to do with his hand. He doesn't. He's yeah. like, 
just like <laughs> really strange. Yep. Um, yeah, the whole the the reaction shot. It's like this. You could have probably left some of those uh, cutaways. Yeah, just this, this left guy's him first on the room floor. and he was told to look shocked. And but then somehow there are sirens in the distance. I feel like I heard. Oh, really? Mm. Maybe. I missed that. Yeah, I don't know if I caught that either. Good, good catch, Tyler. Good. Could have made that up. <laughs> could have really it. feel like I heard it. Mm-hmm. But. No, you may have. Richard keeps driving past the double R, and Miriam is standing outside, and she sees. Oh, yeah. They she make, sees. They make yeah, eye they eye make contact. eye contact, which is probably not good news for no. her. Right. Especially because she's dressed so vibrantly. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely going to be able to pick her out. Yeah, yeah, she's got her to-go order in her hand. Yeah. Witnesses yeah. this hit and run driver passer. Also, the connection too with the last episode where we, where I thought the boy was going to die with Dougie's car mm-hmm. and avoided death. That was not the case. Yeah. Here. No. Moving on. Yep. Uh, I don't know what this office is. It's an unknown office. Uh, it is the same one from before when uh, the guy tells the other to not get involved with people like this and yeah, from yeah, that sort of thing. in Vegas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A red square pops up on this guy's laptop, his Lenovo ThinkPad. Yeah. He's like, mm-hmm. and then he just, like, all right. Just like minimizes that. Yeah. <laughs> Some sort of warning. Yeah. Or notification. I think oh. he has a virus. <laughs> he might, he might have a virus on the computer. But uh, this prompts him to go and pull a folder with a dot on it out of a safe behind his desk. Yes. One black dot. Yep. Mm-hmm. We've seen a black dot in this series before. We have. It's on the Z on coffee the Z cup. cup. There's a black dot <laughs> by the Z. Hmm. Just don't know if there's a connection. Just another black dot. Oh. I feel like everything in this season is intentional. So probably. Yes. The same company who makes the Z cups also runs an underground crime syndicate. Yeah. Not a Z cup. And that's their slogan. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, just a lot of it, it's just imagery connections and fun to think about. So I realized after the fact that I kind of jumped the gun last episode by calling this the one one nine road before we had context. Yes. But the one one nine road is where we go next, and as some police officers find the license plate from Dougie's car blown onto Drug Mom's roof, mm-hmm. she's sitting inside just saying one one nine over and over. And it's the exact same scene from part three. It's exactly so the same. It, so so we, we already, already have, it's already happened. Oh, it has already happened. Yeah, yeah. It oh, happened great. in part three, and it's the exact same scene because the pill is still in the thing before she puts the pill in. It's an exact repeat. What does that mean? <laughs> couldn't, <laughs> why afford, are we seeing, couldn't afford reshoots. Why are we seeing oh. the same thing? Is time different in this house? <laughs> Things on the outside are happening <laughs> differently. What sort of loop is, is going mm. on? With one one nine, I don't know. Not nine one one because no one called nine one one. Right. No. Something to think about. Hmm. Maybe because and and I said it in the last episode too. Um, that scene at the one one nine house that that was a different scene. She's at a different side of the table. Um, it's just a different scene altogether. So it is. She's just doing it. It, it is happening. It again. is. It is happening mm-hmm. again. This is an intentional. Reuse of an hmm. exact same scene we've already seen. Hmm. Strange. Indeed. Indeed. They've identified Dougie Jones's car from the plate, from the roof, and uh, they just get that information, and that's about all there is there. Yeah. We're in a hotel room where a man is rolling dice 
and marking a notebook. Very Vegas thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. A, a small bald man and a folder with a dot on it gets slid under his door. Where have we seen that before? We just saw it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That was this episode. From, from and we, moments from ago. From moments ago, we were just talking about this. You're right. <laughs> just making sure we're all still <laughs> following along. Yeah, we're, we're here. We're with you. Good. Good. Uh, he opens the folder and this sick beat drops. Yeah, what a great song. <laughs> I'm glad you had that queued up, and I'm just—that's all I listen to on Spotify. I just put that on song repeat on repeat all day. I'm giving blunted beats their money. Blunted beats with a Z. Yeah, he pulls out Lorraine's picture as well as Dougie Jones, and uh, then the guy proceeds to take an ice pick and jam it into the pictures. Yeah, the music stops <laughs> when it hits her. Mm-hmm. I um. I feel like Kyle McLaughlin, I would assume, probably had the best time dressed up as the OG Dougie. Mm-hmm. Just seeing that, even just that, it's like, yeah, you had to go take picture, like have a little quick photo shoot. I mean, yeah. it's probably from the same shoot from the Jade. And, uh, sure. Uh, but I, but I, just, I just love seeing him in that ridiculous wig. and It's so silly. Yeah. It looks so silly. Yeah. So uh, back to Lucky 7 Insurance, where Cooper's having a blast with his coffee. He just got a big smile on his face. Mm-hmm. And uh, still needs a little help getting off the elevator. He does. He does not understand the concept of getting off the elevator. Getting off the elevator. But he's having a good time. He's having a great time. Phil, Stop. What yeah. does he say? Stop goofing around. Stop goofing around, Dougie. Yeah, but it's Phil. We didn't bring this Phil. up last time. This is our third Phil. Philip. Who are Phil the Phil? Who are the Phil? Philip Gerard and Philip Jeffries. Oh, and now Phil the coffee guy. Yeah, Phil Bigsby. 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 <laughs> oh. Yeah, triple's becoming a recurring theme it this is, season. Yeah. Uh, I like that it's season three, technically. Can't yeah. wait for the quadruples to pop Ooh. up. Well, I don't know if I can handle quadruples. I don't even know what that would be. I'm going to put a blunted beat under it. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. All <laughs> Stay <right>. tuned. <laughs> season four. Mm. Gets out of the elevator and uh, gets called Gets called by Mullins into the office. As Does not respond to Jones. No. No. Not one bit. Dougie! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was me. Yeah, Dougie Jones. Yeah. Get There's one thing I've learned. When Badlin Bud calls you, you better hustle. Too. Yeah. yeah. And I misspoke, too, in the last episode. I thought the scene with him mimicking the the poster was the last episode, but it's this, it's this episode yeah. when he's sitting. Massive spoiler alert. Massive spoiler alert. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, Mullins is looking over the scribblings. The Green Day? For a like long Dougie, time. Dougie Jack. Yeah. It's great because he's he's not making sense of it. Nope. But then Dougie tells him to make sense of it, much like make I'm trying to make sense of it. Much like I'm trying to make sense of this show. Yes. I feel yeah. like Dougie's telling the viewer, just make, make sense, sense of, of it. it. So I'm trying. Figure it out. He's. I'm he's, trying, Lynch Frost. I'm trying. <laughs> Lynch Frost production. He keeps rifling through these papers and notices a, I guess, a recurring theme, mm-hmm. of. Shoots and ladders. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and this is what I was talking about earlier. Like, Anthony Sinclair, is that the... The lying... That's that, the, the guy that... Yeah, and right. he, they cut to him, too. I think he sees him go into his office. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But is that the part of the document? Like, is that just saying who the agent is? 
That's the insurer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then it circles his name on all the papers and then always has a line going down to circle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mostly detectives. Right. Yeah. Um, with a, with almost like an explosion looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just so funny to me that he's just like, what are you doing? You're scribbling. And then all of a sudden he's just like, oh my God, thank you. But he, yeah. Like, thank you for me a lot to think to about. Think about. Yeah. It's so great. So on my first watch of this, I thought like he was in tune with, I guess, Twin Peaks lore stuff. Mm-hmm. But after I watched it the second time, it's just kind of with the names and everything, like anybody could just kind of sit down and put these things together. Yeah. So. It's like he's doing it in a way that's not flat out telling you what it is, yeah. much like Lynch with the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's not flat out telling you what's going on, but met, you can make those like connections. A normal yeah. person making these connections <laughs> yeah. would have used a highlighter. Yeah, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, said, this yeah. name and this name. That's true. This page, this name and this name. Yeah, like look at this. Yeah, but nope. This is like yeah. uh. So I thought Battle and Bud was going to be more important. Turns out he's not. He's you're more an, washed up than his boxing career. You're an interesting fellow. Yep. Yeah. Keep this information <laughs> to yourself. <laughs> yeah. That I'm was telling, confusing. Well, yeah, because the like, first time I was like, what Dougie's are you not, talking about? Dougie's not talking to anybody. I'm, you're not going to have to worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Dougie's not saying anything. Uh, I did make a note about uh, as, as Cooper's waiting for Mullins to figure out the scribblings in the case files. He looks up and he does mimic the, the poster, mm-hmm. like puts his hands up with yeah. the Battling Bud poster. But he seems to kind of look at the poster and look at Mullins and kind of... That same guy? Yeah, right. kind yeah. of compare them, like mm-hmm. the younger him right. to, yeah. the, to the aged himself. And I, yeah. I, I think that's neat, Yeah, considering he has, himself has aged 25 years, yeah. but yeah. hasn't seen a younger Dale Cooper in an image yet. I, I just think that's cool. Yeah. Quite. Quite cool. Uh. So they, they don't shake hands before he leaves. No. He was approached for a handshake. Yes. But Dougie just copied him. Like he didn't do it. Even like, like oh, is that a thing? <laughs> like turns can, his back to him and just yeah, does can, exactly what he's I doing. I can do that too. Like if there was this group handshake thing, there would just be this line of people <laughs> in this position. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Like does somebody come in front of me now and, and we yeah. just we get ready? It's like the business bunny hop. Yeah. <laughs> the business bunny, bunny hop. <laughs> Band name called it. Perfect. Speaking of bosses. You got Vic Koss on the line? Janie E is in the park meeting up at the bookies. Man. The bookhouse boys? No, 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 no. no. Nope. The bookie. Oh, the I'm bookie sorry. house the book, boys. The bookie boys. Bookie boys. Yes. <laughs> Janie E and the bookies. <laughs> Janie E and the bookie boys. My favorite 60s yeah. doo-wop group. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Sing that classic hit. Red onions. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Red onions. <laughs> who t- who turns the corner? None other than Daniel Faraday. Daniel Faraday. Of all he's, had, he's had a rough go of it since he got <laughs> off the island. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and some he other w- guy with a ponytail. <laughs> he was lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, amazing grace. I don't know. I just, I love how hard she scolds them like children. Yeah. About demanding money. I feel like it's like their first time having to collect or are they like, is this their money or are they collecting for a bigger 
these these seem like uh the hired toughs okay. to get the money. I don't think this is for so they're they're gonna get roughed up for sure. For, it's like you know, accepting this deal. It's like he bet on a game and now he owes us money. He's like, Oh, he bet on a game. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been to a bank with interest? Do you know what interest percentage is like? Yeah. You know that you're lucky to get twenty five, which is all you're getting? Yeah. Shame on you. Shame on both of you. Look at yourselves. A plague I never want to see of you both again. your houses. Nevertheless, like no. <laughs> Nevertheless, yeah, I love, lady. I love that he tries to interrupt her. Yeah. Like, Nevertheless, lady, it's like, no, no. It's, oh man, it's a sorry attempt to try and intervene here. It is. It is. It's a damn fine line. Oh, there you go. Nevertheless, lady. So here's what we're gonna do. Damn fine. It's so good. It really so is so good. I also that before she sends them away with the 25, she goes, I want you to take a good, long, hard look at yourselves. Yeah. Because I never want to see you again. Mm. It's like, remember what you guys look like. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so you don't show me it's you again. One, it's one of those things, like, yeah. it sounds tough and aggressive. Yeah. It's like, okay. Like, she's just like, so worked I, up. I, I get what you're trying to say. Yeah. Like, she'll, I love that on too, her drive like home. She's so worked up about it. Yeah. yeah. She on her drive home, she's going to be re- replaying in her head. It, it, it feels unscripted. Yeah, what, what did I say? I say? It's, like, yeah. it's like, I should have said, <laughs> That's stuff what I it up said. your butt or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's like, take a long, hard look at yourselves because I never want to see you. Damn it. Again, Man. Naomi Watts, so good. Oh, yeah, great. <laughs> yeah. Those <laughs> so how to good. act tough classes are just <laughs> not paying off. She does the best tough acting person who does not know what she's trying to say. Oh, yeah. 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 Like she's, she's just a mom, yeah, who's shaking down these bookies, and it's it's perfect. It comes across perfectly. Yeah, it does it's excellent. But uh, yeah, she she leaves them, and all they can say is, "Tough dame, tough dame." I love that. Yeah, mm. great. So good. So essentially, that debt is cleared. We think. Yeah, I, I, I would that, assume. I think that's ostensibly done. that situation is handled. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Done. So taken care of. Is that the last we'll see of them? We don't know yet. Probably hope so. Hope so. Hope so. It'd, it'd be a real shame if they got Daniel Faraday to do a two-minute scene. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But that is all we get as of now for that. Uh, we're gonna go to Lorraine's office. <laughs> We we can see her through the doorway at her, sitting at her desk before we just hear these screams, screams of horror. Yeah. Ah! yeah. Let me and, tell you something. This the fact this this is brutal yeah. and gruesome. Yeah, it's super the fact intense. that it's soundtracked. What am I supposed to feel? Yeah. <laughs> what am I what what I think it kind of also it takes Ike, the edge off a little bit. Yeah, and also maybe, it's yeah. yeah, maybe. And also it's Ike the Spike. Who yeah. delivers like the great comedic timing at the end when his spike is broken? So like, there's all these there's elements. It's like, yes, it's brutal, it's gruesome, mm-hmm. but kind of that that part's funny. Mm-hmm. And this music playing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ike the spike, just three and a half feet of terror, yeah, comes skidding around the corner. I mean, like, I feel hand. like just yeah, <laughs> yeah, just put just your arm on him, yeah, yeah. Just arm or just kick him over. Try, yeah, just try I mean, something. Now this. This little murder machine comes skidding around the corner, runs into her office, and just hacks away. Mm. Un- and then, like, until she is good you know, at it. Joysticks yeah, like, her yeah. torso. Mm-hmm. Is 
It was rough. It's real rough. It's yeah. graphic, too. It is gory. And yeah. the other funny part is the woman that just shows up in the doorway just watching. Yeah, she went not doesn't running, scream. doesn't scream, but then she takes She's off. Like, well, and, yeah, because she messed then, up. Yeah, and she she dies off screen. <laughs> you just have the lingering shot. She broke the whole spike. Yeah. Yeah, he, he really went in on her. So I guess we have three deaths here. Because yeah, you have so. the first one, Lorraine. Well, we we know of three deaths. I don't know, know how many floors deaths, yeah. lead up to this That's one. That's true. So we'll do a general. She's dead. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That, that just blanket yeah. covers everything. Yeah. They dead. Should we take a moment for Lorraine? Let's take a moment for Lorraine. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to do that. Oh, yeah. We knew you not. Yeah. She knew it was coming, I think. I guess. With her reaction to not getting Dougie killed in the last episode. If she knew it was coming, I would have yeah, closed my door. Yeah, I mean, I would have yeah. I would have left town. Yeah. I would have left town. Maybe don't have your theme song blaring. blaring. Where you Giving away your position. Yeah. You. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, just, and. Can't argue that. It is a little comedic because you have the soundtrack playing. The murder is brutal. Yeah. And then he chases down and kills a third lady off screen. But then he comes around the corner like a kid whose puppy just got kicked yeah, because so his ice sad. picks bent. Oh. Doesn't even go like, oh. <laughs> like, yeah, like, hmm. oh poor Ike the Spike. Poor yeah. Ike the Spike. Poor little guy. Real rough stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where does that take us? That takes us to a, a nondescript clearing where uh, Richard Dick is uh, trying to wash the blood off the front of the truck. It doesn't try very hard. It just has it a bottle of water and, yeah. and yeah, no, it comes off. Yes. So here we have a we have a bloody towel. Bloody towel. Yep. Where we transition to Hawk. I, mean, I don't know if you remember, Hawk found the bloody towel in the missing pages of a certain diary. He did mention that. <laughs> yeah, he did mention that. And what does Hawk find here? Some missing pages. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's also the second coin in the episode. It's true. Yep. Second coin. Yep. Also, we go from, from Dick washing the car to Hawk washing his hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying. Also, this is getting ridiculous. We go, from, we go from a scene with a person to, to a, a scene, scene with, with another person. person. <laughs> Crazy. So does he drop this buffalo nickel? or? Uh, I think he pulls something he's, out of his pocket. Yeah, he's like reaching for something in his pocket, and I think it slips. Yeah, obviously, it slips out by accident. Mm-hmm. He's not just pulling it out and dropping it on purpose because he looks down to see, oh, whoops, I dropped this. Right. I made me wonder if he even knew he had it in there. Yeah, I I was kind of curious too. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it would be maybe like a lucky charm or something. Right. I loved in the lime live stream, lime stream, um, the Patreon live stream. Yes, on our Patreon page, on our Patreon exclusively page. for our Patreon subscribers. Are you talking about patreon.com slash talking backwards, where you can one. get exclusive merch and rewards That's per tier? One. That's the one. Is that yeah. HTTP? <laughs> Colon. You had to think about it. Backslash. <laughs> backslash. www. dot. P A T R E O N. dot C O M. Slash T A L K I N G B A C K W. So I loved in the live stream before the before he, it was revealed that it was a buffalo nickel. I was like, is that a buffalo nickel? And you right, you were. And you were. You right. called it. Yeah. 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 This is still the connections. Well, we get the connect. We need to get a connection here to the book, Secret History. But also, I mean, this is revealed. This is what the log lady was telling him. Um, something has to do with his heritage. Right. 
Yeah. The way you will find it will have to do with your hair. Would not have predicted it had to do with a stall door in the I did bathroom. Did not know the Nez Pierce were into <laughs> Manu- manufacturing of bathroom stalls. Guess this was manufactured for a purpose. Yeah, for storing <laughs> missing diary pages, missing diary pages, and bloody towels. Yeah. Well, he goes and gets a crowbar so he can just pry off this door yes. after he finds the nickel in the stall. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, because he sees that it's loose at the top. Yeah. Yes. And then Chad comes in. Chad sucks. Fuck Chad. Did you get this cleared with the sheriff? I'm going to tell him if you don't. You do that, Chad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hulk doesn't care. He's like, I've known Frank forever. I'm not, I was like, good luck I'm with not that. worried about yeah. you. Go use the ladies' you room. do that, Chad. <laughs> Go be like Dougie using the ladies' room. At Lucky Seven. Yeah. 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 Uh, so Chad gets kind of shooed and uh, he goes back to, I guess, I guess this is the bullpen for the station. I guess. It's this weird room that they must have added on in the past 25 years. Mm-hmm. But uh, Frank's in there and uh, here comes Doris again. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Gosh. She's back. Her she dad's is. car doesn't work. Yeah. It must can't, can't be that he left the emergency brake on. Are you telling me? Or don't you tell me my father doesn't know how to drive. It was awful. Terrible. Man. But then Chad opens his fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he says he wouldn't let his wife talk to him like that, but uh, the dispatcher needs to remind him that they weren't always this way. They weren't. So that, that adds a lot to why she's acting. Yeah. Doris is acting this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a little bit of trauma in their past. Uh, their son had committed suicide. and. Chad is terrible about that. Yeah. Makes some very off-color remarks about that situation. But this uh, this could have been the event that uh, caused Doris to kind of snap. Yeah. And now she's a different person. Yeah, and it makes you read those situations totally different now. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, you're just like, man, I feel bad for Frank. But yeah, It explains why Frank has the patience of a saint. Yeah, I feel bad for both of them. Yeah. Tough. So we get we get that knowledge, and then uh, we go to the roadhouse. Yeah, where Sharon Van Etten plays Tarifa. Tarifa, and oh, it was terrific. It's terrific. It's a great oh, song. Hell yeah! I, I've been very happy with the music thus far. Yeah, yeah. The roadhouse knows how to book. Like who's booking these bands at the roadhouse? <laughs> it's not. It's not Gene. Say that. Renault. Renault. Not Gene. Gene Michael. <laughs> Renault. Is it Jean-Michel Renault? Jean-Michel. Jean-Michel. I like Michel. Great music. Great, great, way, music. To, great way to close mm-hmm. the show. Um, anything with the credits this time? Other than Ike the Spike, I didn't catch him. I'm not that. fishing for anything. Ike the Spike, I just love mm-hmm. that he's credited as, mm-hmm. as that. Ike the Spike. Yeah. No, I got nothing. Yeah. Right. Nope, nothing here. Right. It was good, though. Yeah. Uh... Very, very good episode. Despite this being an episode filled with magic, there was no sign of David Copperhead. This is the first episode without him. Oh, wow. Yeah. No Mr. C here. Very Dougie-centric. Very Dougie-filled, for sure. Um, Again, I mean, when I think about this part, I feel like the Diane thing just sticks out just because it's so cool, so important. Uh, It's a tough episode, um, especially... If you're not in the graphic nature of the boy dying and Lorraine dying, it's it's a very graphic episode. Still, the Dougie antics and Janie E, there's a lot of fun to be had. Um, it, it's a fun part. And also a sad part. Yeah. 
a lot of tragedy and a lot of laughs. Honestly, this one, like it's, it's balanced yeah. pretty well, I think. It, it is, is balanced really well. So it's, it gives you everything. It gives you it's got it, it all. Yeah. This one's got it all. Uh, I loved seeing Diane, obviously. <sighs> I'm, I'm bummed that we didn't get more of her, but yeah. great reveal. Great reveal. So fantastically done. I mean, if Audrey doesn't come back, give me, give me. Yeah. Like That's almost a, interchangeable. Al- almost a fair trade. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, with that, I, I've got some, I've got some unanswered questions and maybe you guys can help me. Oh, we have some, uh, some unsolved mysteries. Ooh. So this is a segment where Patrick poses some of the unsolved mysteries from the episode, and we give some definitive scientific answers. What happened to the old bat trout trailer park? Burned down. Burnt to the ground. Disappeared. Flattened. With, with Phil. And, and Chet. Chet. He just took it with him. Yeah. <laughs> This is You're mine. coming with me. I, this I, is mine. I like to imagine this kind of black hole scenario where it just kind of, it's gone. Yeah. Like he, mo- he moved it to right off the beach where he shot the video for Wicked Game. <laughs> <laughs> That's the space he's in. <laughs> That's the lodge. He's in the beach lodge. Just <laughs> yes. doppelganger yeah. is Chris Isaac, the musician. <laughs> for sure. Who hid the missing diary pages in the bathroom of the sheriff's station? I'm going to say it was Mike. So he had his little little spasm in the in the stall before. And uh, I think somewhere in there he was just like, ah, reaches into his pocket, ah, pulls him out, kind of pulls it, ah, in there, closes up. Ah. <laughs> then he changed. <laughs> it happened right then and there. Off camera. It did. It did. Changed my mind. I shan't. Will Ike the Spike get a new spike? He has to. It's his favorite thing in the world. You guys want to take a quick trip to the Reddit room? I'll pass. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay, come on. <laughs> a lot warmer in here this time. Maybe too warm. I kicked the heat on last time after we talked about it, and I think maybe maybe I set it too high. Anyhow, the Reddit room. Mm. I go onto Reddit, and I find some discussion posts from the initial reactions to these episodes, and we see if there's anything worth talking about. And I think there is. From First Exiled three years ago. So is the drug-dealing magician Mrs. Tremont's grandson? He's studying magic. I don't think so. No. I'm going to tell you why. It's been 25 years. And this guy looks much older. Yeah. He's definitely in his 40s. And the grandson would be by this point. But there's also the issue of time. Mm-hmm. And how that's not always a completely accurate thing. And I mean, that kid was going places. Yeah. With his magicianry. <laughs> he was. The cream board hands. He was yeah. going to be open, opening for David. Yeah. In Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, skills on point, the skills speak volumes to the connection. Yeah. But I don't, I don't see this kid, who we have also seen in a spiritual sense, like running around with Miss Tremond, mm-hmm. 
wearing the jumping man mask, just being more of a lodge spirit than an active member of the Twin Peaks community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and this guy wasn't always here. Like he's just shown up to, to do the trade here. But I, I don't think that his, his function in the town right now is enough to correlate him with the grandson. I just feel like the motives and the way they behave don't line up. Even if we can't play with time. Sure. I think, uh, I think people were making the connections with it, with magic one and then his name being red mm-hmm. too. But who knows? Yeah. It's just something fun. to think. It is fun. And I, I see where the connections came from. I, I know how those speculations came about. He's trying to ruin the town with his magic drugs. I just, I don't, Sparkle. I just don't think it holds a lot of water, but I, I am burning up. I think we got to get out of here. Yeah, we got to go. Uh, yeah, it's I hot. can't. We got to go. Can't handle the heat. Fire it away. is super hot. Yeah, let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot left to do, except get down to what really matters. And that's rating this episode on a scale of one to five James Hurley foreheads. Talking for heads. I can't. I just can't. James! Tyler, since you're <laughs> quick with the wit. I am. Why don't I you am. go ahead and kick us off? I am just going to get right down to it. I love it when you just get down to business. Just four and a half. Four and a half. You love to see it. I do. Diane. Yeah. What kept that half point from you? I'll tell you. Okay. Forgot. <laughs> Let me get down to it. Okay. Just five. Give me some of that. <laughs> Lord darn. <laughs> the moment rose above everything else for you. Gave mm. you the five. Oh, yeah. Pushed it to the five. That was the accelerant. I mean, and she's just a classy lady. Yeah. Sure. Sure is. Yeah. Dripping with class. I am actually going to go with your original take. And go with a four and a half. Just four and a half. What kept the half point away from me was... The Diane tease. Mm, interesting. We see her. She says, hello, Albert. And. Don't see her again. You don't see her. Let again. me tell you something, Dave. <laughs> this part. If you. Met Diane in real life. Mm-hmm. And she teased you. Yes. You'd be handing out like six. Six to ten for <laughs> Six to ten. Yeah. You're probably right. But you know what? I haven't met her in real life. I've been waiting for this for a long time. And I just got a drop. And I want the cup. I got the, I got the drop. Yeah. I want the cup. Okay. Okay. Four and a half. Stand by it. Okay. Okay. It's a good score. It's a damn fine score. That was talking for <laughs> <laughs> him. I will got? not be rating. What you <laughs> got, Patrick? Um, 
yes, the the Diantes would have loved to have seen more. Um, the the Richard and the kid's death is tough. It's a tough watch yeah. every time. Um, yeah, I got to go with four and a half. Just four and a half. Let's talk in foreheads. That's good, babe. What do we miss? What do we need to talk about more? Probably a lot. Let us know at talkingbackwardspod at gmail.com. What did we make you think about? Maybe hit us up on Twitter. I'm talking backwards. Do you want to take a look at what we're doing? See some images? Slide into our DMs? You can do that at talkingbackwardspod on Instagram. Tyler? All right, you know what time it is. It is time for some more Egg Devler shout-outs. Today, I would like to shout-out to Kate Ross, Colton, and the one and only Dead Logo. Thank you all so much for the support. It means the world to us. Please tell your friends so they can get some shout-outs from yours truly, because that would make anybody's life. Those have been my Egg Devler shout-outs. If you or anybody you know would like to have their name read out loud on a podcast, then please tell them to support us over on Patreon at patreon.com slash talking backwards. Patreon.com slash talking backwards. .com.fm. .fm slash talking backwards. Yes. We'll see you next time on Talking Backwards. See you next week for There's a Body All Right. I'm the cleaning lady. (laughs) (laughs) Last time I saw that, Johnny, he wasn't a victim if you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Looks like a classic case of autoerotic asphyxiation. (laughs) Looks like everybody's tightening their belts in this economy. Dun, 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 dun. (laughs)